Is hot girl summer still happening this year? How many carbs are in a white claw? If I squat every day, will I get a dump truck? I'm Shay. I'm Leah. We are Two Tone Training. Training. You're listening to Don't Tone Alone. All right. If you had $200 to spend at Staples, Leah didn't appreciate this question. So Karen, I'm going to shoot it over to you. (laughs) What would you buy? There is so much at Staples. That is such a hard question. Um, For those that don't know, I used to work at Staples Corporate, so I feel like I have a good understanding of the variety. And honestly, I'm going to like pull this one out. I would probably probably get like pet supplies. Did Did you know that they carry pet supplies? Yeah. Only someone that works for Staples Corporate would know that they carry pet supplies at Staples. Wait, Karen, I also forgot that you have, is it just one cat? I have two perfect kittens. Oh, they're perfect. They're four years old now, but (laughs) forever my kids. I'm scared. And um, Sunny and Stormy, yeah, I would buy them stuff, 100%. Honestly, selfless. Help us. So if you're wondering who the woman with a perfect <laughs> it is, oh my God, I'm, Shay is like turning red. She's like, I'm yeah. not related to you. Um, we've got, <laughs> we've got Karen Lembo here. She is the group fitness manager over at Equinox. Um, she's also former NFL cheerleader for the Patriots. Oh, mm. baby. Mm. What a resume. Yes. And, oh, and Staples Corporate. And <laughs> Corporate. <laughs> yeah. For, I feel like I've lived many different lives in my short time on earth. I don't picture you at Staples Corporate. Wait, so timeline just, yeah, yeah I don't even know if I know this timeline. Was it cheerleader, Staples, no. Equinox? No. So I went to school for PR and events. Okay. Moved to New York City, worked in New York City fashion world for a year, came yes. back to Boston and Represent. then switched to technology, but working in PR, then switched to Staples. So still in the PR world, but very different. Yeah. Very different ends of the spectrum here. And then, um, after cheerleading ended, I missed just being active and, Mm. you know, using my body and dancing and sitting at a desk all day just wasn't cutting it. And that's when I started teaching for Equinox and then went full-time fitness. And I feel like Karen and I are so similar, but I'm like, I'm like the off brand version of Karen. Karen is like the the top tier (laughs) version. I'm like the TJ Maxx version, you know, stop it. My husband jokes that I live my life just trying to be the two of you. So I think the feeling is mutual. Yeah. You guys will post a picture of all of us. We do look pretty, very similar. And people who come to Equinox, I feel like if they can't get into Karen's class, like I'm probably their second. No, 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 no. Yeah. She looks similar enough. They mistake us all for one another. It's so funny. I'm called Shay or Leah. Well, especially with the mask too. Like uh, Karen and I took a photo together for like Halloween and I swear to God, everyone replied and was like, oh, you and Shay look so cute. I'm like, "Uh, yeah, sure. (laughs) Oh, I took, I took full credit, especially for the TikTok when she was like right on cue. I was like, yeah, Yeah, that was me. That was me. (laughs) Yes. Yes, it was. Um, But I've got to say, as cool as Staples is, I am most intrigued by your Patriots cheerleader stint, I have to say. So how, how many years were you a Patriots cheerleader? So I was on the team for three years. Okay. You can be on the team for a maximum of four. Wait, what? And then they, you graduate? And like, then, they're like, you can't stay here? And you are here? retired. Yes. Four years and then you're retired. Wow. Um, and you can be, so you can join the team minimum of 18. Okay. Um, but then, I mean, we had cheerleaders on the team that were much older than me. Even when I was in my third year, they were coming on as rookies. So the age really differs. But, um, yeah, you max out at four years. And that's just a Patriots thing. The other NFL teams have different rules for their own squads. What's, their, what's the reasoning? Like, what if you're just still, like, Tom Brady? Like, imagine yeah. if after four years they're like, all right, Tom, uh, wrap it up. See you later. Thanks yeah. for the Super Bowl wins. I think the thought was, and my coach at the time, Tracy, was always like, after four years, you've experienced experienced at all like you've gotten to do promotional appearances you've gotten to travel with the team if you're with the Pats you probably went to a Super Bowl or two (laughs) right um you know let's give everybody a chance right if you just had the same squad that just did it forever it would kind of be boring like variety is the spice of life so Mm, I kind of like that so what inspired you to actually like audition for um the cheerleading squad um I mean what you would expect I was a dancer since I was two and then you go to college and you dance at college. And then when you graduate from college, it's like, well, what's next? Mm-hmm. Like maybe you join a theater or something like that. But um, for me and for a lot of my friends, it was like, okay, who's going to go out for Celtics? Who's going to go out for Pats? And 
Um, at the time, my roommate was on Celtics. I was on Pats, and it was just it was just so fun, right? Like you're well, talk about a dream fans. team. Like yeah. what? Yeah. Well, you're already sports fans. I mean, you live in Boston, so like who who isn't? And what's the best thing to do as a dancer? Is like let's join the organizations that we already love and support and get to stay active and like get paid to do it. Cause like in college, I mean, in a lot of instances, like you pay to dance, right? Like growing up, like my mom paid a ton of money for me to dance in college, like pretty much just donated my time there. And then afterwards it's like, okay, well how can I make myself a professional in this thing that I love to do anyways? Um, Not to mention the fact that like all of my closest friends now are from the team. So you also make these like awesome relationships and get to do these really cool things. It's, I mean, it was a dream, honestly. That was my glory days. I continue to say glory. No, glory that's days. amazing. I feel like every now time I see you post a picture, I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, but what was the audition pro- process like? And was it your first time auditioning that you made it onto the team? So I auditioned when I was a senior, like just about to graduate college. I went to Endicott um, in the North Shore and um, made it to finals, but didn't make it past finals and learned a ton. Like it, it is very much like a, um, how do I put this in a nice way? Uh, you gotta look the part. You gotta, I can, you gotta look I the can part. only imagine. Yeah, so I rolled up, you know, wearing whatever I was wearing with banana curls in my hair and like half, can you swear on this? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Half ass makeup. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like saw the girls that were making it on and like taking mental notes. Like, yeah. okay, if I want to make this team, like this is what I got to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and after that, I went to New York for a year, like lived my my best life in New York and then decided like it's time to come back to live with the girls that I lived with in college. And like, I'm going to give this another shot. So got in shape, like did a bunch of dancing and gave it another shot, like putting into practice what I learned and there you go. The audition process itself is super rigorous, though. I mean, um, I can imagine. Yeah. So there's a prelims. And then um, if you make it to finals, you come back like a couple weeks later and you have to like learn these several different routines in the meantime. And then there's a boot camp period where you learn literally like two routines of practice, come back two days later and they have to be perfect. Um, you do like workouts. You do interview prep and like one on ones with the coach. And, without, and then at the end the team is announced. And honestly, there's only a couple spaces. Like I think there's only like six spaces and like 300 girls show up to auditions. Oh my so God. So it's rigorous. Competitive. It's and super competitive. I mean, props to you too, especially going through that process and then like having them like be like, I'm going to come back and I'm going to do it again. And I think yeah. that's what sets like people like that, like apart right. from the crowd. A lot of people will be like, all right, I'm, I'm done. tapping out. Tried. That was enough <laughs> yeah. for me. Yeah. Um, and some people do try out for like five or six years Oh my god! and they make it, they make it that fifth or sixth year. Yeah. It's just, it's wasn't their time yet or they had you know, Tracy always, our coach Tracy always said she was building the perfect puzzle and like, you know, when it's your time, it's your time. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So you said you took the year off to, um, one, you got your outfit in check. So what did you wear to (laughs) your audition? No more banana curls. And then also (laughs) I think like, let's talk a little bit about kind of, um, I mean the stigma around like becoming an NFL cheerleader that you do need to be in great shape. Um, Mm -hmm. and do you think there is truth to that? Yeah. So what I wore, so we'll start there. So yeah. my first year I wore like a Victoria's secret sports bra and, um, they had us audition at that time. And what did they call them? Like briefs, but essentially like a, like bathing suit bottom oh my with God. tights God. and sneakers. Oh yeah. It wasn't a good look for anyone. <laughs> um, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. And then my second year that I came back, I got an outfit made. So there's like organizations that like, kind of like who does um, college cheer and dance uniforms anyways. And you can go to them one off and like design your own. Of course it's like big money, but Mm -hmm. I got one made that was in the Patriots colors. Like when I auditioned the first time, the Victoria's Secret Sports Rock was hot pink and you know, they want to see what you're going to look like in the team colors. So it was white, um, red and blue with rhinestones and like a nice cut. And Mm -hmm. it was just much more put together, like matching top and bottom, so I, I learned that's, yeah. that's what she wanted to see. Do you still like, have the outfit? Uh, do I? I lent, lent it to someone at some point who was trying out after my time. And I was like, yeah, you go, whatever. I have zero use. I had zero use in my yeah. fitness. I so can picture your it. husband being like, can you put that on, Karen? <laughs> <laughs> in his dreams. Um, so, yeah, that's what I wore. And, yeah, I mean, you're you're nailing, nailing the point here. Like, very um, – image driven business and what we're into in the fitness right. world is also very right. image driven. So, 
So that, um, that first time you got cut, did they say anything about your image? Did they say like, you need to lose a few and then come back or was it no feedback? You get oh, no feedback. So okay. you have no idea what it is that didn't work. You know, was it that's, my dancing? Like that's not really going to change, right? You can work on it, but like either you get right, it or you don't yeah. at that point in life. Um, so you just, you try to apply what you learn just by watching the people that go on, right? And you don't want to like lose yourself in the process, but like, how can I learn from like what's making this team, mm-hmm. right? Um, but yeah, it was tough. Like I definitely changed how I ate. I changed how I worked out. Um, I, yeah, I got it, got it together. Um, and I had never really worked out before that. Like, I don't know if this is a new thing with now, like going through middle school and high school with people like learning how to squat and lunge in gym. But when I was in gym, when I was younger, like you're playing kickball. Yeah. We played kickball, (laughs) dodgeball, like ran the mile run. Like that was as athletic as it got. We did do the beep test though. Did you guys ever do that where you had to run? Oh, like it the was suicides? Like beep, and like beep. if you didn't make it for the beep, it was yeah. like, yeah. No, you never I, did that? Should we do it but now? But I feel that I'm also <laughs> a little bit older than you guys. I did like the sit and reach thing <laughs> and like the jump and you had to see how high you could jump. Like things that are like really not practical for like the real world. I, mean, I gotta, you never I gotta know. be honest. Like yeah. can you touch your toes? Sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like I didn't really learn how to work out, work out when I was younger. And I, I had some friends and stuff in college that like, taught me a little bit more but honestly I didn't know a lot so that was like a big growth period for me Mm -hmm. and like how do I work out right (laughs) I mean I think people still feel like that now yeah yeah like some friends I have are like wait why I I have this gym membership but like what do I do yeah (laughs) yeah and that's why group fitness classes are so popular right but then you take a lot of people out of group fitness and put them on the gym floor and they're like huh myself included half the time (laughs) yeah no it's totally different but what would you say like to people that are saying you shouldn't have to change for kind of you shouldn't have to change for any job or anyone um but But, like the counterpart is like should you have to work hard for the things that you want Um, and gonna ask you like 13 questions you can pick one one to answer at a time but also did you feel good when you made that change in the year or were you kind of like this is miserable I'm torturing myself to look a certain way Mm. wow well (laughs) to to take a step back like things have changed since I auditioned in the world right um So I made the team in 2014. It is now 2022, Mm -hmm. right? And like things are changing quickly in the world. So, um, you know, the expectations then and the conversations that were happening then between our coach, between the girls are very different than what I hope and what I think are the conversations happening now. And even just in this time, like there were not guys on the team when I was a cheerleader. And now there are guys on many of the NFL teams, the Patriots included. So, so things have definitely changed for the better in a more progressive way. And I think a more accepting way, Mm -hmm. but in 2014 and for several, I mean, decades before that like that's just what it was like you the image that you have in your mind of what a cheerleader looks like is what you needed to make yourself into to make the team and that's just the harsh reality of it the coach and the judges weren't going to put someone on the team that wasn't going to look the way they wanted them to look in the uniform right Mm -hmm. so so I had to do it if I wanted to make it I I knew the sacrifices that I had to make um did I like doing that? Like, no, I love food. If you know me at all, like <laughs> my, retweet, favorite, retweet. my favorite food is Cheez-Its like, I, and nachos. Like, that's Wait, white cheddar or regular? Ooh, to- toasted? Toasted, oh, okay. Um, but white cheddar is VV good. I just VV. Be in the right mood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Emphasis on the V, yeah. Emphasis on the V. So, like, no, that sacrifice wasn't the best time of my life, but, like, I wanted this more than I wanted the right. Cheez-Its. Yeah. Right, right. Um, as it went on, like staying on the team for three years and there really is no off season, right? With the Patriots, like you expect to go through February, which the team that I was on at that time did every year. Wow. Um, And then auditions were like a month and a half later. So any slack that you may have had after Super Bowl, you very quickly had to pull yourself together because it takes more than a month and a half to get it together. So there was no off season for three years. And that messed with a lot of our bodies in, in a bad way. Like the, the repercussions after getting off the team are severe, right? You kind of flip in the opposite direction and you were so restrictive for so long that you let yourself now live. And you just, you kind of, 
feel, I mean, it's so many mixtures of emotions, right? Like you kind of feel like a has been, you're like, what do I do now? Like, mm-hmm. so all of your free time is with the Patriots, whether you are physically at Gillette or you're home or at the gym practicing for the next game. And now you have all this free time. You no longer have anything to sort of keep your appearance up for. It's like, it's a very dark time that a lot of people don't talk about when you come at for yeah. any sport, well, yeah, right? I was gonna, High school, yeah, college. I was going to say a lot of to be honest, like a lot of my teammates from college suffer with kind of like the post post college post sports like depression. Totally. Cause you're like, what? Like I used to wake up every day and have to go to practice yep. and I was on this regimen and you then have you purpose, you have purpose, right? you have meaning. And yep. then all of a sudden yep. you're graduating and you're like, what the hell? Like, yeah. who am I? And on top of that layer in that, like all of your closest friends are people that you have built in friend hangout time oh, yeah. every yeah. single day or several times a week at least. And then you go to like not seeing them unless you like schedule it in and life starts to get busy. Right. So it's so many changes happening. Um, but yeah, that time, that time was hard. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit more about, um, kind of what the expectations were diet wise, workout wise that they were putting you through? There was no like set of rules of like, you can't eat carbs or you must work out this much you know, this amount of time per week or per day. Um, but I think all of us knew what we needed to do individually to look how we wanted to look and feel how we wanted to feel. And we all sort of had what worked for us. Um, but at practice, I mean, I didn't have to work out that much outside of practice because we were together at least four times a week yeah. for at least three or four hours at a time, if not more on Saturdays, it was like a six hour practice. And you start practice wow. off with a 45 minute workout. So I didn't have to do much to stay or like yeah. be in better shape than I had ever been in my whole life because I was moving more than I had moved my whole life. Even yeah. growing up as a dancer, like this was intense, right? We would run the ramps. We would, I mean, it was, it was insane. So I didn't have to do much on my own. Um, also probably wasn't time. No, there wasn't time because yeah. I was working a full-time job. Um, right. So, but I would, I mean, I just knew what I had to do for my body, I guess. Yeah. And I, and I can imagine like the comparison for that too, looking, yeah. being surrounded by these beautiful girls and being like, well, oh my God, I don't look yeah. exactly like that. And does she look better than me? And well, and everybody is unique, right? So like some people have to work harder for it than others yeah. because we yeah. all have our own unique body composition. So the comparison game was real. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, and these outfits are like scandalous. You're basically, I feel like, naked and yeah. dancing around. I nonetheless. look back at the outfits now and like, thank God for high waisted things, right? Oh, yeah. But like those, they were like three inches below my belly button. There was no high waisted to cover anything. <laughs> Love the high waisted, right? the best trend to ever have. Uh, right? The V cut and the high waist yes. that is for me. <laughs> yes, always. <Forever>. Yes, forever <laughs> for the rest of ever. Yeah. Um. So. So it was interesting that they didn't exactly tell you how you needed to eat, but you just knew the pressures of if someone were to go off that Mm. and start to gain weight, were there conversations around that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the conversations were, again, like I think they changed throughout the years. Like there are horror stories from the decades before me of mandatory weigh-ins when you Mm -hmm. come in the door here's the scale get on it and I'm going to write this down and chart over time I never experienced that but I've heard that from multiple people so I've got to believe that there's some truth behind that yeah the weigh-ins did not exist when I was a cheerleader in you know 2014 and the three years after um but there were multiple instances where people on the team would get pulled aside by the team trainer and be spoken to and have a plan set for them of, you know, you need to get it together or people who have to sit out from games or people that had to sit out from pro- promotional appearances because they didn't look the way that they looked on audition day. And there was a lot of conversation around that of like, you can't just crash diet and show up and look a certain way on audition day. And then the day that you get announced that you make the team and you get the pom-poms, you just let it all go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so like, don't set unrealistic expectations for yourself and don't like mislead us on like what you plan to bring to the team, because this is a year long um, obligation, right? It doesn't stop yeah. once you make the team. Right. So, I mean, there, there was lots of talk about it and I don't know, I'm, I would be really curious what that kind of conversation's like now. Mm-hmm. Or just like how it affected like some of these girls. Like, I don't know if you can say personally, like how it's like affected you and kind of, um, Oh yeah. After I think, I don't think there's one person that I know from that team that does not have uh, any degree of 
body dysmorphia now. A hundred percent. I don't think we, I, I, I mean, and that's just not an NFL cheerleader thing. I think that's like all people thing, yeah. right? You look in the mirror and you see one thing mm-hmm. and people can tell you, you know, no, you look times, amazing yeah. and you look in the mirror and you just, you don't see it. Um, and like I said, all those changes that happen when you get off the team, they, they do impact you. You're not moving as much. You no longer have to be restrictive. You don't have those dates in front of you of the first game day or the calendar trip or the Super Bowl to look forward to, to make changes that make it worth it for, right? Mm-hmm. So you do start to let loose a little bit. And yeah, that impacts all of us. Still does. It's so crazy, like, when you're in the moment, too. Like, I'm sure when you were, like, a cheerleader, like, you're, um, I don't know, you're looking at your body a certain way, and now, like, people, when you, like, look back on photos, <laughs> like, wow, and you're like, I was in the yeah. best shape of my life, and, yes. I mean, lucky for you, you're in phenomenal shape, and, I mean, you f- do fitness for your full-time job, but, like, I'm sure after, um, I don't know, like, what are your thoughts as far as just, like, where you are now in your fitness and then your kind of, like, body image journey? Yeah, I think it's ever-evolving. I mean, I do think that a lot of the girls on the team see issues afterwards, right, when you start to add foods back into your diet. For me, like, I never had any issues growing up. Like, I could eat anything I wanted. And then after the team, when I've deprived myself of carbohydrates and, like, dairy and random things for so long – you try to eat those things again and your body's like, hold up. Like you just went three years without eating this stuff. Like, no. Um, and I mean that, that happens on in multiple different ways that I won't talk about, but, um, yeah, I think I'll never like have the body back that I had before this. And I don't know that I, that I like need to or should. Um, but yeah, a lot of things changed because of what I did to my body. I kind of, I punished it for like three years you know, and were those conversations happening among the group? Like, I know that obviously we're trying to bring these body image if issues to light now, and we're trying to make it a part of the conversation. But I'm kind of curious, like, you guys are all feeling this way. Mm-hmm. Was anyone talking about it? Not at the time, because I don't think we realized the damage that we were doing. I certainly didn't. At least I thought, like, I'm just being restrictive, and like, when it's all over, it will be fine. <laughs> and it wasn't fine. Um, I think now looking back, do I wish that I did it differently? Yes. Do I wish I had more education at the time around like how to actually fuel my body properly and that carbohydrates aren't the enemy? In fact, I probably would have felt a whole lot better and I probably would have performed a whole lot better. I would have slept better. You know, that crash that we all experienced after game day, we called it game day hangover, probably would have been half as miserable, Mm -hmm. right? So um, yeah, I think we could have used education, like people that were actually really qualified to help us, um, that understood what we were going through, that understood what the game day experience was like for a cheerleader, that understood what practices were like and to help us actually feel properly for what we were going through. I would love to just be like a fly in the wall. Like, I don't know, just like during this process. And I'm sure it'd be really interesting for you to kind of go back to the team and kind of see how they operate now, yeah. um, especially now in 2022. Yeah. yeah. Um, but looking at your journey from, um, Patriots, what is like, I guess a few moments are, do you have any like highlights that really like stand out to you? Well, top of mind, I mean, I went to two winning Super Bowls. That is, speaking of, didn't you bring it, didn't you bring some goodies with you? I did. I bring, I brought. I love this. No one ever brings like souvenirs. Yeah. What's up guys? This is going to be a requirement for all guests moving forward. Bring us gifts. And I kept my souvenirs. I don't think they're gifts. I kept in their boxes because (gasps) the boxes like, the boxes like almost as nice as like the bling itself. Wow. So that's XLIX. So oh. that was the Super Bowl versus the Seahawks. Oh my God. And this was Super Bowl LI. All right. So, Karen, explain what we're looking at here. So, the cheerleaders, I mean, you, most people know that um, the players themselves get rings, the cheerleaders get pendants. So, it's essentially the same thing as a ring, but it's on a necklace. Um, so, it's in great. You're welcome to open it. The boxes are really cool. Wow. Whoa. Um, there's the like light shining engraved. on it. Flip it around the backs and great. I guess there's probably names. no occasion where you're like really like wearing this. Yeah, when this. can you? Can you wear so this the, to dinner afterwards? <laughs> yes. Can I wear this to dinner <laughs> the afterwards? The answer is yes. Um, the cheerleaders wear them when we get together for things. Like most recently, we were at the uh, Hall of Fame induction for our coach at the time, and we all wore our pendants. Or if we get together around like Super Bowl or stuff, like we'll wear them and 
kind of have fun with each other. But no, I don't. I don't wear it on the right. Could you imagine if I just put it? That on would and, like, be so around funny. My house for a football game, my uh, husband would be like, "What is wrong?" No, here? but like you should. What a power move. <laughs> okay, speaking of your husband, though, you guys weren't dating when you were on the cheerleaders. Um, we, on were. The oh. we were. We were. Yep. You guys are, by the way, they're couple goals. They are oh, couple sure. goals. Mike is wonderful. He's Mike great. Is, Mike He's is my better half, truly. Oh. Um, we started dating. What was it? My second e- or third year on the team? I forget. Uh, but we were together. Yeah. Wait. And mm-hmm. how? How did you guys meet? For the, those I think you guys have two different stories. Is what I always hear. Good. He, yeah. It's something like he. He definitely makes himself sound like the man. Like yeah, I just pointed <laughs> at Karen he as does. she's cheering out on the field and was like, "Come here, tuts." You're not <laughs> wrong. Yeah. No. He tells people that he saw me um, on the jumbotron at a game and, and then was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna Facebook friend her and like." <laughs> Like his story is that like he sends her. it while he's in the stadium, and I respond right away. Like this <laughs> did yeah. not happen, but he maintains like and really maintains that yeah. that is the truth. It is not. There's the like truth. more and more details that yeah. come out. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, he. So he's always like managed either restaurants or gyms or I don't know stuff. Um, so he was managing a restaurant at the time that we would go to, and um, at night it like turns into a hot spot. So it would have a line, and I would reach out to him and be like. Hey, can we cut the line? <laughs> so this is after he had Facebook friended you. You knew no. who he was or no? No. See, this is the real story. I didn't, <laughs> I, we were not Facebook friends, but I got his number through a friend of a friend that knew him like growing up or whatever that I would message him to get in. And then one day I was there for Halloween and he took pic- pictures of me What and was your friends. costume? Um, I was a referee. Uh, 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 it's the sexy referee for me the stripes and I was like oh can you take our picture and so he took our picture and then um I was like oh just text it to me like here's my number that is how oh oh you said just text it to me that is how or like just just send send it to me or like maybe that's when I got his number I don't know and after that is when I Facebook friended him yeah Uh, okay and I think I Facebook friended him Wow. So the truth, I feel like now that's on the podcast, this is the truth story. This is the truth. Sorry, Mike. Let it be known. Let it be known. <laughs> oh my God, but this is so cool. This is yeah. wild. Yeah. Um, and then Mike actually worked for Equinox too, right? Yeah. After he left that restaurant, he um, started managing Equinox before I started working for Equinox. And he was kind of my foot in the door, but my mentor, who's also still one of the group fitness managers in Boston, Paula, um, was also a Patriots cheerleader way back in the day and a I Nick City dancer. That. Yeah, and a Nick City dancer. Oh, no way. So we had that relationship through our sisterhood. And when Mike started working at Equinox, and was like, do you know Paula? Like, she used to be a Twitch teacher that we met each other. And I was like, I want to do what you do. So while you think I'm your goals, Paula yeah. is my goals. Wait, and they all, so cool. It all just, it's a big circle of love. So talk about that transition. So you're done with Patriots cheerleading. And it, so if I'm getting the timeline right, then you go to, no, then you went to Staples. Yeah, so I was working a full-time job in tech while I was on the Patriots. When I stopped Patriots, I then left and went to Staples Corporate, um, and, and I was teaching for Equinox just like a couple nights a week. Like I would leave Staples, drive in, and then the position became open. They were looking for a full-time manager, and I was like, I don't know if I'm qualified for this, but I'm going to raise my hand. And honestly, like it's the best of all the worlds. Like it's a little bit of what I'm used to on the corporate side. Like I still sit at a computer several hours a week, right? Yeah. <laughs> recruiting, hiring. But then the other part of my job is teaching or taking classes and evaluating. So it's really like the perfect mixture between my backgrounds, I guess. All the worlds colliding. Yeah. And talk about like your headspace now that you're a trainer and that you're telling other people and you're inspiring other people with their Mm. fitness journeys after transitioning from being a Patriots cheerleader. Like how, what's your headspace like? Yeah. Well, there's a whole nother side of my life that we haven't even talked about. And that's sort of like why I love what I do now. And I think movement is so important um, and how like, we have to appreciate the bodies that we have and the movement that we can do. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was a senior in high school, I was in a, a head-on collision. I was in the oh passenger seat and I broke my spine. Oh my God. So I got an emergency spinal fusion. So I'm fused and that hardware is still in my back today. So I have two rods alongside my spine and then several screws throughout um, and had to relearn how to do everything. So we started in the pool, like aqua therapy, then moved to land and like just started walking slow on a treadmill and 
worked my way up to then jogging, had this goal in mind of like, one day I'm going to run a half marathon um, and I'm going to dance again and did rehab and got myself back to where I wanted to be. And so now I think my, my philosophy on like movement and on life is like, you know, we have to appreciate what we have, right? Because yeah. movement isn't promised. Not everybody has the bodies that we have, the able bodies that we have. Um, so how can we continue to keep ourselves, you know, happy and healthy through moving our bodies as much or as little as works for us, mm-hmm. right? So that's sort of my philosophy now. My Wow. My I didn't know that. I had no idea. And yeah. the fact that you then went on to be a Patriots cheerleader and now fitness is your full-time job, like... Yeah, that's and incredible. I can't even imagine yeah. the work that it took to get back to that place yeah. of being able to move the way you do now. And I, I have a lot, like a lot of people in my life that I credit to, like my my coach, um, Nikki Seo Pedro at Endicott, took me under her wing, my dance coach, and she would teach like the whole class something, and then on the side would give me something, and really like got me back up and running, and like where I where I wanted to be, and um, several years of rehab, and just I, you know I didn't do it alone. But um, I'm, I'm lucky that I had awesome coaches and angels and stuff mm-hmm. to get me back. Do you notice it now or is it just like? Oh, yeah. I mean, T12 to L4 is like this amount of my back. So when you're fused, I mean, your your natural spine can flex, right, and bend and yeah. and move around. But mine, mine does not. I move like a lever. So like the perfect example is like a Pilates roll up, right? My, my back does not roll. There is oh. no one vertebrae at a time. It is all vertebrae at all times. <laughs> all the <laughs> so, vertebrae. Yeah. So, I mean, there's some things that I just can't do. Like I lost a ton of flexibility when that happened. And I just, I know how to like modify the way that mm-hmm. works for my body. And honestly, I believe like an object in rest stays at rest an object in motion <laughs> stays in motion. And I think if I didn't jump right back into running and dancing and all the things, like I don't know where I would end up or be right now. Right. So I want to keep doing that because I want to stay healthy and keep being able to do all these things for years to come. It's amazing. Yeah. And I just, it, it's so true. It's a privilege. It's not a right. No. And there's so many times where you're like, oh, I don't want to work out, but like for you, I'm sure maybe you do feel that for a second and then you're like, yeah. wow, but like I get to, I get to move I, my body I get today. To move my body. Yep. And I mean, I don't feel like it's like extra inspiring too. I mean, I know we're biased, but like with group fitness, especially like you show up and it's not like you're just going to the gym and getting onto the fitness floor. It's like, okay, you're surrounded by people, the energy, like obviously COVID has been, um, an obstacle for the group, the world, but especially for group fitness too. And I guess the word group, group, (laughs) when you're socially distant, the word group does not really exist. (laughs) No, does it? (laughs) So what do you think the future of group fitness looks like? Do you feel like it's back or, I mean, it's such a controversial topic. um, I feel like in the fitness space. Well, what's hard is like, does it feel like it's coming back now? Yes. Will it be an awesome spring and summer? Yes. But I think the daunting thing that everybody is thinking about whether you're in fitness or just have kids in school or whatever it is is like what happens when you get back to fall and winter again and you know how many years are we gonna go back to you know distancing and masks and basically shutting down throughout the holidays um I don't know the answer I don't know if anybody knows the answer to that right or it, is this just yeah. the new flu and we just move on right and maybe right. you get sick maybe you don't mm-hmm. I I don't know the answer to that um but I'd be lying if I if I said that, you know, I didn't think about my career uh, a whole lot. Yeah. Right. And, you know, there was some dark moments over the past two years when yeah. I think all of us questioned, like, we going to make, we gonna yeah. make it? Yeah. <laughs> right. um, and I know a lot of connections in the fitness world that went back to previous lives. And I, I thought a lot about, is this where I dust off my resume and mm. go back to the PR world? Yeah. Right. And it, that sucks because you just make this switch and, you know, I'm sure a lot of people out there have made switches in their careers for the better. You know, maybe it's a pay cut, but it's a passion project, something that you love. You actually want to look forward to your day and to your, your job. Um, and then you think about, am I going to have to go back? <laughs> Not to say I didn't like PR, yeah, but it wasn't my, wasn't wasn't my for you. dream like this. As is. great as it is recording in a Staples podcast studio, <laughs> the corporate Staples life, a little bit different yeah. than the group fitness life. Yeah. Yeah. I think the so. amazing thing about fitness now though, is that people have learned to pivot in a way. Mm. Um, the virtual space is very much a thing, but I do have to say like, there is just such a clear difference in the energy obviously of being in a room filled with people. So it would be, it would be, it's scary to think that that might not be a thing Mm. forever. Especially for the people that did pivot hard and invest in 
things to offer a virtual offering that was good, right? It feels like, what did I just do all of that now for if this is just going to go away? So I, you know, I think if I'm looking at this, there's going to be a hybrid. I think there's going to always be a virtual and in-person component, maybe some things together, right? You just start broadcasting out your live class and making people feel like they're there and in the room because there's a lot of people right now that, you know, for whatever reason, immunocompromised or or otherwise that still don't feel comfortable coming. And so there still is a market for this and they still need it too. It's like we spent, we spent two years thinking about these people constantly, the people that are older or immunocompromised and like, how do we keep them safe? How do we keep grandma safe? And Mm -hmm. what now? Like we, we can't just forget about that. Right. right? So I don't know. The world's yeah. a tough place. And I think a new level of convenience too. I think now that people are not only fitness, but I think like a lot of like corporate offices are going like that hybrid method. So mm-hmm. people are like, oh, I'm home all day. And like, I, I mean, they're still putting in really long days. It's almost like you can't leave the office. Right. It's, it's home yeah. with you. So being able to like escape from your desk and get up and grab a pair of dumbbells now that people have kind of invested in yeah. some of that at home equipment. That's really what the market we should have went into. Like if we sold yeah. dumbbells and like yeah. at home equipment, oh my God, totally, we'd be totally. we'd be in a different space. But that, that and toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Damn it. And hand sanitizer. Yes. Yeah. Um, but one thing I did want to touch on. So you went through the audition process with um, the cheerleaders, the Patriots, and now you're almost on the other side of an audition process for mm. group fitness. Yeah. She's like, that I am, that I am. What does an audition process look like for Equinox and how is it being on the other side? Uh, um, It's much, much less stressful. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, It's so much fun though. I mean, knowing, knowing what it feels like to go to auditions where like you are so invested and you want something so bad helps me have like a certain level of appreciation and empathy for what these, you know, hardworking, talented individuals are like when they come to an audition and how they're feeling and the nerves. And if I can do anything to like put someone at ease, right. Cause knowing what I would have wanted to hear in that (laughs) moment, um, if I can give that to anybody, like that's amazing. Right. Um, but the audition process. So, um, we take on new candidates several times throughout the year at Equinox, depending on, you know, what our team looks like and what the demand is for certain formats. Um, so we'll chat with someone on the phone first, make sure that they're a good cultural fit, right. That seems like they're looking for the things that we're looking for. Um, and then we bring them in because there's nothing like seeing how someone actually moves, right. What's their energy like, you know, what, how do they move in person? How do they make you feel when you're in the room? How's their command of space? How's their queuing? So we have them do a demo class for us, um, chat a little bit more, and then get a sense of their availability, their schedule, what they're looking for in terms of how many hours a week they want to work. You know, shout out to Chestnut Hill. Like, do they have a car? Can they out <laughs> yeah, to me? It's the best. Um, where do they live? Um, and then if it's a fit, then we'll, we'll offer them a job. But it doesn't stop there. There's, you know, a lot of – what I love about Equinox is that there's a ton of training – um, and evaluations and, you know, I'm pretty hands-on. I like to go and take people's class a lot and make sure that they feel supported and also give them an opportunity for feedback from someone that wants to see them succeed, right? I want nothing more than to have all of my classes at capacity. So what can I do to level people up and, you know, make them feel like they're becoming a better and stronger instructor each and every day? Um, yeah. It's amazing. I work. love my job. Yeah. yeah. Well, you can do, you do a great job because I know Karen, like I'm definitely like a better instructor because of Karen and uh, yeah, yeah. No, just like being able to I learn some different formats and getting that, that feedback. I feel like sometimes it's hard to give feedback, but yeah. like I like, I'm definitely one who like, I, I love it. I'm like, just tell, just tell me. Yeah. yeah. And like, I feel I like Karen better. has a way too. And I'm sure you take some of this from maybe not getting the feedback the way you wanted to when you were a Patriots cheerleader and you do take that and you have this very nice way of saying like, okay, like this is something you could, you're great, but this is something you could work on. Yeah. Well, we can always get better. Always. That's a beautiful thing about fitness. Yeah. And honestly, like what I always want out of my classes, like I wish that I always had someone in the room that was like my bestie or my husband or someone that I knew would give it to me straight because after a class, you're always second. Like if you don't do this, I would like to talk to you. If you're a fitness instructor and you do not do this after a class, hit me up because (laughs) After every single class, like, first of all, I get nervous for every single class still, no matter how long I teach, I don't think that's ever going to go away. And then afterwards I play almost the imposter syndrome of like, was my music too loud? Was my music too soft? Mm -hmm. Did they like my songs? Did they like my movements? Was it too hard? Was it too easy? Were the intervals good? Like, are they going to come back? Um, So I wish that there was always someone in the room that I could get an answer from on those things. Like not just in my own head, spinning it around, but like actually Leah, no, 
was my music too yeah. loud. Honestly, your <laughs> music selection straight. is great. I'll say it. I'll, I'll say <laughs> um, it. For the most part, I know I know mine is. <laughs> too loud. Yeah. No, too, I'm like, yeah. People are like, I have no idea what you're saying about, but I was like, I was just vibing out. Yeah, sorry. Like, I'm sorry. It's my, a whole vibe. My playlist was killer. So if I get any kind of feedback, it's, it's usually that. Yeah. Yeah. So there's so much content out there. It's, you know, you take other people's classes. It's easy to want to kind of mimic someone. Exactly. Mm -hmm. What's your piece of advice to someone who is maybe struggling with their like identity as a group fitness instructor? Like what's something you could question? Yeah. Um, yeah, it was (laughs) such a good question. I think you got to know what you like to do as a workout, right? Like, you know, I don't, enjoy cycling. Sorry. I'm no, just I going to hate it. Retweet. Don't like it. Don't like it. Yeah. Not good. Um, I, I've tried it. Um, I tried teaching it and you could probably tell if you came to my class that like just wasn't my thing. Right. Yeah. So like do the things that you actually like, because that's how you're going to be able to connect with it. Like I, I am actually a runner outside of teaching running. And so when I'm coaching running, I can connect to what I'm coaching. Cause I know what an effort feels like. I know what I would want to hear as a runner in this moment in time to get through the finish line as a cycler. I'm like, does this feel right? <laughs> How are we feeling? Keep, like, keep yeah, going. I don't know. So I think, you know, finding something that you really enjoy and connect with is like step one. Um, and I can be super cliche and be like, be yourself. But I think that that's what's going to set you apart. They don't want to see a robot of all the other instructors that Mm -hmm. they already can take from because then why would they come take from you? So, you know, even though someone might tell you, like, this crowd likes to hear this kind of music, like, do they? Like, play the music you like. And then if you connect with it and you vibe with it, like, you're going to build a little crowd of people that are like you and like like the stuff that you like. And that's cool, right? We all want to build our own communities. Yeah, and I think it's interesting. Like, I mean, I think it was a hard pill to swallow, like, just like – and I always say we're like we're such people pleasers like and yeah. we have a hard time yeah. like if someone leaves and I like didn't enjoy it or mm-hmm. we definitely have those people which happens got, regularly who've gone way, up and left us. in the middle of class you and, can't be everything for yeah, everyone no. and that's what you have it's to accepting learn that. if you try to be everything for everyone you're probably not right yeah because I when you when you really like throw yourself into what you love and you're genuine then you have those people that will like be your ride or dies mm-hmm. and like will come to every single class mm-hmm. and you wouldn't get that if you were just trying to be adapt to every single person that totally. takes your class totally well I feel like one of the best pieces of advice too I think that you gave this Karen is just like just being really confident with it whatever you're teaching <laughs> yeah, and like sometimes like always say like that. the reason we're doing this squat <laughs> is specifically and like if yes. you're really excited about it like everyone's yes. like wow she's really passionate about this squat yeah. like yeah. this must be really I, good for I me right now I always say that about core work when it's like you, you have to do this you have to finish out the block with core work like that if that's the format well guess what walking is core work anything is yeah. core work so if you just tell them like Squat is a perfect example. Like, would that be in my mind the first thing I think about when I think of core? No, it's lower body focus, right? Yeah. But if you say we're going to close out with squats as core work because you're working your core in this way, then everyone in the room yeah. is like, "This is core work." I'm sure, like the little aliens. Yeah, yeah. 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 You're like so, and twist and crunch. Yeah. I'm like, yes, Karen. Yeah. If you deliver it with confidence, they're going to believe whatever you say. Yeah. Totally. Oh my god, I need to start doing that in like every aspect yeah. of my life. Like Shay, this yeah. is the best damn piece of chicken you're ever gonna eat it's saucy it's cooked to perfection burnt ends um, you're right Season. you're right yep oh my yeah leah served me really crispy chicken it was air fried and she literally chipped her tooth mm. sorry um yeah um Man, this is fun. Guys, we're going we out do to do this forever. We're going out to dinner <laughs> after and we're just really excited. Excited for anything besides Leah's air fried chicken. Um, oh no. I was gonna say excited for the conversation, but now bring it back to my bad chicken chai. <laughs> yeah. And the next no, time you give me some, next time you give me a mushroom pizza, you're gonna hear it. You're gonna hear it. <laughs> Those look really good by the way. Um, see, see Karen I appreciates it. I would have I would have I, I did get some feedback yeah. that was like that looks bomb. I'm like, shut yeah. up. <laughs> shut up. Don't yeah. want to hear yeah. that. I like deleted it from our DM so Shay wouldn't see it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, everyone's saying you're crazy <laughs> rude oh my God. um karen oh. but i feel like although we have so many more questions uh, we can ask you off air or no. we'll do a round two to wrap it up um we do have a final segment that we even kind of like prepped created. you for we created Ooh. it for you because i wow. really do Honored. feel like you are the, the it, it, girl. It, it girl like uh, it girl you are the, the it, it girl. girl okay yeah that was better <laughs> that was better even in unison wow <laughs> yeah. like so this segment is called is for you it girl, it girl shit. shit. It girl shit. Like I this have one, you this you, one today? Yeah. yeah. Wait, Karen, you don't have wow. TikTok, and I always yell at you for it. So I I just 
downloaded uh, the TikToks okay. because one the of my TikTok. friends is pregnant and she's posting a lot of content now and she's mm-hmm. getting oh, big. Like she's getting a ton of views. See, I always pitch yeah. you ideas when you post. Yeah, you and Mike. You, you do. And stuff. so now I'm, I mean, I have no user photo or even a name, I think. And <laughs> we'll I work on that like at dinner. People. Okay. So yeah, you're, you guys are going to have to make yeah. me Give you a, a little cooler. Like bring me, make yeah. me hip. Okay. But, um, got you. you know, if you were to stage direct, I'd be happy to participate okay. in anything that you recommend. Okay. I just don't know how to, so, how to even use it. Are you asking me to be your agent? Because I will. <laughs> yes. It's a beautiful Like, moment. you need one more thing added yeah, to your yeah. Added to the list. <laughs> All right. So, um, this segment, It Girl Shit. Karen is the It Girl. Like, wow. you guys are just... You're gonna I'm you're gonna plug blushing. your Instagram at the end, like you guys. She's just her life, you know her vibe, her vibe, her interior is... design, and that's what trend. That's why I brought up TikTok is that there is like this trend called like the it girl trend, and yeah. people are like, "How do you become the it girl? Is it drinking green juice in the morning? Is it doing Pilates? Like, what is it?" So Karen's so gonna let us know how you become <laughs> she's the like it girl. She's over like, there. What uh, for the girls that get it, get, get it, it, and the, and the girls, girls that, that don't, don't, don't. Obviously, you don't get it because. Because you're not that girl. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know where that's from. Like, what? TikTok. No, TikTok. Okay, yeah, good. Okay. Karen, so we have a few questions <laughs> for, you. for those sweating. trying to be a fellow it girl. I wasn't sweating this whole conversation, but I'm sweating Her now. turtleneck. Yeah, Her turtleneck. She's down. like, Whoof. Okay. One thing you always have in your purse. Oh, God. <laughs> um... I don't even know how to say the name, but my favorite lip, I'm big on like lip gloss or chapstick is Laneige. Is it Laneige? You know, they do like the overnight one too. So their lip balm is okay. Okay. Laneige. I love that. Yep. Um, Favorite activewear brand? Ooh. Well, I wear Booty by Bray Brands the most for sure. Um, Local. Actually, she started off at Equinox as a trainer and then became an instructor. Um, Kelly Brayband started. I mean, I don't even, I feel like I don't even need to intro her if you're local, like, even if you're not local. I wear the most booty by Brabands for sure. Love her stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, you had a $300 gift card to shop online. Yeah, Yeah, to Staples. Now we won't ask that question again. We know you get pet food. (laughs) Stormy and Sunny. Sunshine. Yes, Stormy and Sunny. Hey, this is important. <laughs> okay, yes, yes. Got it. The perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. Oh, God. Okay, back to work. Um, a $300 gift card to shop online. Where do you use it? He was like telling no, her where you are Don't you tell her where to use it. her gift card. Well, you told me where you get your shirt. <laughs> oh, Vici, Vici, V-I-C-I. Um, mm. If you don't know about them, like now you know. Follow their Instagram. They do drops every Sunday. You'd think I was paid. I know. Them. She's not they sponsored. Do drops every Maybe Sunday. They'll sponsor the pod. And yeah, if you follow like certain influencers, they have discount codes for like 20 or 25 and 30% off. And their stuff is so good. And so like, it's affordable. Like, how oh, much yeah. is it like Super a shirt? Affordable. Yeah, like, like how much? The is- shirt that I'm wearing right now, I think was like like maybe 35 and then I got a 20% discount on top of that. So I think it was like, tw- like I don't know. 20- Sold. Math, my math is not, no bueno. <laughs> no, no Communication bueno. Keep it <laughs> at Venice. 20 something. <laughs> Carry the one. Like, it was free. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Three fitness or wellness related apps on your phone. The Equinox app. <laughs> Equinox we, we made that. We're like, we know that. Yeah. That. Equinox app. Um, health related. <laughs> Guys. Okay, because she's not on Team Whoop yet. Like, oh, oh yeah. Don't use Whoop. I know. I know. Mm. I need to. Um, Fit Radio. Okay. Okay, that counts. Sometimes I use their remixes for, like, outdoor classes and stuff. I think that's a good idea for us. So any instructors listening, that's a good Yeah, great. Um, and I do have the Peloton app on my phone. Um, sometimes I'll, like, click in and just keep... Yeah, they say always be aware, right? Yeah. Keep, your, keep your friends close, keep your enemies closer. Mm-hmm. Like I like to know what the competition's doing. So. Oh, yeah. As you should. Hmm. As you should. All right. Best date night spot in Boston. So you and Mike, oh. romantic night out, where do you go? Yeah, I want to go to Croquette. Um, you went to one with the sea the other day that you were telling me about. Yes. Oh, Costella? Contessa. 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 Like now Ooh. I'm not going to remember the name. No, Contessa, which is the new spot um, in the Taj. Used to be their, their rooftop spot. It's totally redone. Italian food. We had this little Italian woman from Napoli. And she was so cute and uh-huh. gave us such good recommendations. And I never wanted to leave. So I panoramic views of the city. I can't wait to go back when it's like a little warmer. And 
I think they open up the window. Uh, oh, oh, a vibe. Yep. Date night. We need to go. <laughs> okay. We're coming on our date. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Speaking of girls night, um, where's the best place in uh, Boston for girls night out? Oh, well, we wanted to go to Lolita Fort Point, which yeah. would have been fun, oh. but we couldn't get a reservation on one day's notice. Oh, rude. Do they know who we are? Rude. They clearly don't. <laughs> no, obviously. Um, yeah. I think that that's what I would choose. Yeah. So cute. Yeah. Um, the best margs. Um, yeah. And what are you ordering at the bar? Any bar? Like, what's your cocktail of choice? Um, spicy bar, but not too spicy, because I'm kind of a wimp. And if it's... We love spicy marks, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we're related, but yeah. <laughs> yeah obviously. <laughs> Separated at birth. If it's wine, Savion Blanc. Oh. Yeah. Classy. Classy. Um, I feel like you kind of answered this with the lip stuff, but two must-haves in your makeup bag besides the lip stuff okay. now. Okay. The lineage. Yep. Um, they also have the overnight, like, nighttime, whatever. Like, put it... Lip like, mask. Lather it up. Yeah. yeah. So... So your lips are just, like, that. always on Fluffy plate. AF. Yeah. <laughs> I was looking. They look lustrous over there. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Mike's like confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then probably the better than sex mascara is my Ooh, that is mascara. Good mascara. Yeah. I've used it for years and anything else that I've tried just doesn't, doesn't quite stack up there. Mm-hmm. Um, top song on your playlist. <sighs> that changes second by second. I know. I feel like, especially as like fitness Ugh. instructors, I'm always yeah. like adding and deleting and yeah. Um, but like, if I'm just going to be in the car and like jam out, I listen to very different, like I love nineties music. I've got like a whole nineties playlist of like third eye blind. And like, that's, that's what I listen to when no one else is around or like indie, like Mumford and Sons or yeah. I've got a very eclectic taste of music. Yeah. Yeah. What I play in my classes does not get played anywhere, but my classes. Okay. Mm, It's kind of funny. I feel like I just like listen to my classes and then I'm like so sick of the music and I'm like, I've only played this like once. Mm, No, I've got a calm playlist in my Spotify and that is what is on repeat. Well, Shay's music is all like mixed together. So on the way here, we were like vibing out to a slow song and then it was like, (laughs) I was like, whoa, whoa, give me a warning. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Um, Okay. And the last and final question, fitness audition, one minute, one move. How, How are you going to wow the judges? One minute or one move? One minute, one of move. One move. Of one move. One minute she was like, what move? could I do oh of one gosh. move? Yeah. Metcon. I mean, the thing that comes to my mind first is like a squat progression, right? So start with just squats, add a little pulse at the bottom, then turn it into a squat jump at the top. That's something I could actually do for a minute. Yeah, wearing like your that. booty by province. Like you, you would definitely wow the Duh. judges. Yeah. <laughs> Got the job. I love that. Love that. Um, all right, Karen. Well, this, this has been so fun. Let's if you're looking to be the sometime. it girl, definitely listen to this on repeat. Hell write them yeah. down. The recommendations. I'm getting myself some overnight lip stuff yes. after this. Yes, yes, yes. Add um, it to the cart. Yes. Add to the cart. Um, plug yourself. Where can people find you? Just had to look at my Instagram before because I was like, do I know what it is? Yeah. <laughs> it's at Karen Trisha, and that is spelled K-A-R-E-N. T- Karen. R- yeah, well, I'm, I'm Karen. It's fine. <laughs> Own my, it. My middle name, T-R-I-C-I-A. Karen, I feel like you're going to change the damn narrative for all Karens because you're just that cool. Well, me, Single-handedly. me and your mom, like, we're, <laughs> we're trying. No. She kind of falls into the stereotype. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, we love her, though. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, this has been such fun girl talk. I can't wait to continue this yeah. at dinner. Part two. Um, part two at dinner. You can tone from home. You can tone from your phone. But all we ask is that that you you don't don't tone alone. alone. Bye, guys.